Hey guys and girls, welcome, welcome to, to Single to Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage. All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. Hello, podcast family. Welcome back to another episode of Single to Sealed. We are thrilled, as always, to have you guys joining us and taking the time to listen to this episode. Before we dive in, we just want to remind you to please like, subscribe, leave a review, preferably positive, (laughs) if you're enjoying the episodes, and also reach out to us and follow us on Instagram. Uh, We don't have the most crazy presence on Instagram, but we are on Instagram and we do read our messages and communicate with you guys there. So if you have any topic ideas or anything you would like to hear more of, please send us a message on Instagram and we would love to hear from you. Especially you, Jeffrey. (laughs) I know you listen to this podcast (laughs) and I know that you enjoy it. So take the time to do that. All right. So we're really excited to bring you guys this topic that we have today. And many of you have heard of the DTR, which is something that we have covered on this podcast. And today we're bringing you the single to sealed. What's the word? Uh, expansion. Expansion. DTR. Yeah. We're bringing you something Special. called DYI. The DYI. Mm-hmm. So before we tell you what it is, I wonder if you guys have any ideas of what that could mean. So say out loud what you think DYI stands for right now. You're wrong. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 That was awkward. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Well, we're going to tell you what DYI means. Jerry, what does DYI mean? So DYI is going to mean define your intentions. So when are we going to define our intentions? Trick question. We're going to be doing this throughout our entire relationship. (laughs) This is something that we should always continue to do with ourselves. This is something that we semi-frequently should be doing with uh, the person that we are dating. And that's really important because you always keep your wills aligned with your dating experience to make sure that each person is getting what they want out of their dating experience. Yeah, so discussing your intentions early on instead of later on is going to help clarify your relationship and help make sure you're both on the same page and that you both want the same thing. Sometimes this can be a little bit intimidating to us because we're like, oh, I don't want to scare them off by telling them that I want to get married or I don't want to scare them off by revealing what I really want. But it's like when you're going to a job interview, if you're going to sit down in front of someone for a job interview, you're going to be honest about what you're looking for, what your qualifications are and what you're expected to be paid right? You're going to talk about that. It's the same thing when you're dating someone. It's good to be honest and upfront and vulnerable like we talk about frequently in the podcast. And that starts from day one. Now, you don't need to just get in the car with the person that first date and sit down and start talking about where you see this relationship going and make it all intense. But there is a good way to talk about this and it does need to happen early on in your dating experience. And There's just a lot of things that we can do to slip into our conversations and make things casual. This is what the skill of dating is. We're learning the skill of dating. We've talked about this on the podcast that dating is it's a skill and 
there's a lot of things that we can learn to improve our dating experience. It's hard to know somebody's position, you know, really early on, and several people want different things out of your dating experience. So what if uh, a guy asks a girl out and his experience right away was, oh, I think she's really cute, and I, th I can't wait until we can go hang out and then maybe we'll go make out at the end of the night. You know, but this girl's thoughts are, oh, wow, he asked me out. He seems like a really nice boy. I wonder if we have potential for our future together. You know, she's thinking a lot, maybe more wholesome things. Not that all guys think that way. But, you know, her right off the bat, her idea of what this date is going to accomplish is different. So in that first initial date, you can bring it up casually in conversation. So to give you guys an example, Jerry, how would you bring that up to me? Say we're, I don't know, driving home from dinner after a really good date. I might just say, wow, I had a really fun time tonight. You know, I've I've been going to school for this amount of time and, you know, I've I've really been enjoying my education here. Let's say I'm in college. And, you know, I'm at definitely at this point in my life where I'm kind of looking for something, you know, more. I'm, I'm looking for a potential a potential partner, potential potential spouse, you know, so I'm really getting out there and, and trying to date. And, you know, I had a really good experience with you tonight. Yeah, me too. You know, I don't know if I'm so much looking to, you know, jump into anything, but I did have a lot of fun with you. And so right there, where, like, he was able to clearly show her like, you know, he's serious about dating. He's he's told her, you know, kind of passively that, you know, not only is he serious about dating, but, you know, he's not here to play games. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm at this point where I'm trying to find somebody who I can have as my spouse. And she nicely said back, you know, I don't know that I'm so serious about this, you know, but I'm I'm happy that that's your goal. And let's see where this goes. Now, if it was a girl, because girls can bring this up, too. So. So when you are on this date, you can just casually say, so how has your dating experience been here in Provo? Let's say, for example, that's where you are. How's your dating experience been in Provo since you've moved here or since you've been living here? Oh, you know, it's been been kind of on and off. I've been dating some girls here and there, but, you know, nothing too serious. Yeah. I mean, it's been definitely a challenge for me because I feel like I'm looking for something serious. I'm looking for to make that connection and to find my person. And a lot of people aren't looking for that. And so I just, I like to talk about this on the first date and just see, you know, if I'm on the same page with people I'm on my dates with. Um, so like, where do you see yourself? Where do you see these dating relationships going? Yeah, well, you know, like I said, I haven't had a lot of super serious uh, committed relationships, but I'm definitely open to it. You know, I'm, I'm excited to go on this date with you and, and I'm happy to see where it goes and, you know, maybe we'll get there. Great. So those are some awesome experiences from both perspectives of, you know, how one of those conversations might go. And, you know, just just do your best to let it come naturally. Don't let it sound rehearsed <laughs> or prepared. Mm -hmm. Also, I think an important note to make here is about Mutual, the app Mutual. Actually, on the app Mutual, from what I've heard and what I've seen, people will put how interested they are in a committed relationship on like a scale. So definitely take those into account when you are dating. Some people might just put that they're not interested in commitment and that's okay. That's a good sign to you right there that they obviously might not be in the same place that you are. That doesn't mean totally write them off because you never know what the right person can do for someone, but definitely take that into consideration when you're stepping into this date, especially the first couple dates, that they have already made it clear in their profile that they're not interested in something serious. Just know that going into it. I think every dating situation should be done with a purpose. If you're going to be dating, you should know what you're hoping to get out of it. 
Like, don't just go for the ride. Don't just, you know, go out for a fun outing, you know, without any thought. You know, let, let these intentions be known to yourself, too, so that you can have a better, better dating experience. Yeah, whether those intentions are just to get to know what's out there and get to know people and make connections or whether they're actually to make the connection, just know know for yourself why you're doing this because when you have a purpose it's going to help you feel more confident going into it and more sure of your decisions that you make and I know previously we've talked about like the three date rule like go on three dates so you can a month so you can meet as many people as possible but we don't want you to be blase about them or just like casual about your dating experience it should be something that you truly treasure and you work hard for and you're truly seeking to make connections whether you're ready to jump into a relationship or not it should be about making connections and meeting people and um, it's good for you to decide where you're at so when people do ask you in your dating experience where you see things going or what you're looking for you know for yourself so transitioning to another note i would add that it doesn't it doesn't take very long probably for us to feel some type of spark for us to feel some type of some type of interest or inclination to continue dating I think that some of us can can get really comfortable with this habit of, okay, let's go out again, let's go out again. And somebody might keep saying yes because they think that the situation is much better than the other person who's, you know, just casually going out but doesn't really see it going anywhere. And so I think that with the three-date rule that we've talked about before on the podcast, it's a good time not only for us to get to those three dates so that we can get to know that person better, but also to redefine your intentions. Again, now that I've been on these three dates, this is where you can say, you know, where I am right now in this, in this, I guess, relationship or this dating experience I'm having with this person, do I feel like this is still in line with the intentions that I had when I asked this person out or when they asked me out and I went out with them? Yeah, because I think it's important to take into consideration other people's feelings. And when you are doing these three dates, to get to know someone at the end of that, you should be able to either let go of them or continue dating them. And hopefully by the end of the, that third date, your your idea of what how you want your future to go with this person is starting to become more clear. I know when I would go on dates with others before I met Jerry and even after I met Jerry, I knew by the third date whether or not I wanted to continue dating them and getting to know them. So like Jerry said, at that third date, you need to define and redefine your intentions again and make it clear like hey I've really enjoyed getting to know you these past three dates and I really want to get to know you more can we continue this and just have that conversation and continue to make your intentions clear the only way for us to stop being frustrated by dating and ghosting and all of the crappy things that happen in dating like nickmos and like confusion surrounding you know, different signals is to just be honest and clear from the beginning and to not play games with each other. And stopping the games and dating starts with you. It starts with one person and how you interact with others. And if we can get all of our listeners in this podcast to stop the games and just be honest, it's going to feel so refreshing for all of you and all of the people that you date. I agree with that. I think that we need to give more more credit to people who aren't messing around when it comes to dating that they're willing to just cut to the chase with these important questions about life and goals and what's going on. I mean, this doesn't need to be something that is specifically like, 
you know, all my first dates experience is going to be, how can I question them and drill them so that I know that they're meeting all my expectations? It also means that on the third date, when you're redefining your intentions, you're not going to propose. <laughs> so that's not what we're saying here. We're just saying to make it clear of how you think things are going and whether you want them to proceed. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. It's it's not essential for us to know that somebody is the one after the third date. That's not That's not what we're saying. We're saying that by the time you get to that third date, you should at least know how interested you are in continuing to know this person. Because the last thing that you want at this point in our lives is to be just out there wasting your time. You're just out there wasting your time, wasting the other person's time, where you could be filling your time with other people who are going to bring you closer to this goal of an eternal marriage. Yeah, and I think it's really important to kind of piggyback on that to remember that we're defining our intentions. We're not necessarily defining the relationship. So just because you've gone on three dates and you really like this person doesn't mean you have to become boyfriend and girlfriend at the end of that third date. We're not saying that at all. But validating what is happening um, with you and this person to the person you're dating is really important by saying like, I really like you and I'm having a good time with you and I want to continue to have a good time and continue to get to know you and I like where this is going is going to validate you and help you be able to confirm where you stand. So we're not saying by any means you have to define the relationship, but define your intentions and what you're hoping to see happen with the unfolding of this relationship. And that's going to help everything feel so much clearer and um, kinder in this relationship, even if it is you saying, I've really enjoyed hanging out with you, but I just don't see this going anywhere. And just being very clear about that is going to help you both walk away feeling a lot better about the relationship and how it ended or how it's proceeding. So with that, we'd like to give this word of caution that we really want to be careful not to toy with other people's emotions. And so it's, it's, it's really easy to do that, even unintentionally. And so if you get to this point, like we kind of mentioned earlier, where you know that something really isn't going to work out, you should just stop dating that person. You should let them know that I don't feel this is going to work out. You know, we've been on a few dates and, you know, I'm just not seeing this going anywhere or, you know, meeting, meeting my goals or where, where I want to be. And, you know, they can take that how they want you know, because this is you. This is your own life and your experience. But I think it's pretty important that we stop that dating and, and be bold enough to do so and not be worried about starting over or finding another person because it's better to find the right person than just play along with somebody. Yeah, and I don't think it's fair or kind or Christ-like to keep someone on the back burner just for your own validation or self-esteem to make yourself feel better or feel like you have something going for you. I feel like that's one of the worst things you can do to someone um, is just to continue, continue to go on dates with them out of pity also. That does no one anyone favors, especially if the other person's feelings are way more involved than yours. Um, it just leads to a lot of hurt on their end. And if we are truly the examples of Christ and everything we do like we're supposed to be, we will treat others with kindness and clarity throughout all of our dating experience. And that's how we can, in the end, come out of this experience having way more friends than broken hearts behind us. Breaking a lot of hearts isn't something to brag about, um, and that's not a goal we should have <laughs> before we get married. Uh, and so just being kinder and more gentler with our brothers and sisters here on this earth is just so important. Also, we don't want us to be victims either. Like, that's more for the people who are playing along. 
you also, if you find yourself being a victim, I guess, or being somebody who's in this situation where you feel like, you know, you're really interested in this person, but they're really not showing that interest and it's concerning to you because you're like, I just feel so, I feel like I'm in a good place. I feel like I like this person. I just don't feel like that's being reciprocated. It's super important for you to communicate that. Like, don't wait. Don't go on a few more dates and wait and wait and wait for that person to say something as you're building resentment and you're gossiping to your friends about <laughs> everything that you're feeling about what this person's not doing. And because, you know, your relationship is between each other and your friends aren't going to solve the problem anyways. And so it's your opportunity to con to confront them and bring it up just like this, you know, just ask them, you know, how do you feel our dating relationship is, is going? You know, have you been enjoying this and say, you know, I've been really enjoying this. I've been having a good time with you and I really like where this is going and I'd like to see this continue. And that kind of puts them on that spot. It gives them the opportunity to communicate with you now that you've given your stance. And that's where they can, you know, finally say, you know, I just don't know if I feel the same way. And now you have a choice. You have a choice to wait for them to maybe feel that way or just say, you know, I, I need to move on. I need to find somebody who can meet me, you know, at this level, at this point in my relationship. Yeah, and I think it's really important to add on here that if you're reaching out to someone and you're not feeling that reciprocation and you do have that conversation, they're like, oh, no, I do really like you. I just I'm not sure, you know, what I want right now or things like that. But in every other aspect of your interactions, they're showing that they're not interested. It's time for you to walk away. I think we had a question that was similar to this in a previous episode where someone was dating a guy and he kept on saying that he wasn't feeling it yet and they had been dating for like six months or something like that when you are feeling in your heart that they're not putting forth the effort and that they aren't interested you're usually right and a lot of times we lie to ourselves and we tell ourselves oh well all this time we've spent and they're a really good friend and I'll just give them more time and see what happens usually that little voice in your head is right when it comes to things like this and if other people are saying like don't waste your time. A lot of times they're right. So I think what you need to ask yourself in these situations to help yourself stop being the victim is to say, this effort that I'm putting into this dating experience or this relationship, is it being reciprocated? If it's not being reciprocated, that's your sign to go. And if you want to do like what Jerry said, give them a last opportunity to, to acknowledge their feelings or to improve, you're more than welcome to do so. But don't don't expend more energy on a person who's not giving you the time of day. It doesn't take that long to send a text. It doesn't take that long to reply. It doesn't take that long to, you know, spend time with you or to plan a date or whatever they're doing that they're not giving you any effort or time. You want to find someone that's going to reciprocate that and to match your energy in this relationship. Everybody has the right to maintain a level of control. In their relationship, you should never feel like you're being, you know, dragged along or in this endless state of confusion. Just have the guts. Just be willing to speak out and, and make your stance known. And I think that's a level of confidence that's really important for people to have. And I think that confidence also will end up coming off better than you think for people because you're willing to be honest and straightforward and you're not willing to play this quote unquote game that dating is. I think that you know we tend to be in this culture today of asking certain questions and it being it being weird. You know, if if you were to mention even the word marriage on a first date, you know, somebody might look at you like, "Oh, this person's crazy. <laughs> How can they even bring up marriage on the first date?" What's about? You know, it doesn't have to be marriage with that person. 
you know, it's just bringing up even the idea of marriage and something where you're saying, you know, and I, I'm like we talked about with our conversation earlier. I'm I'm looking for something, you know, serious in my relationship and I'm hope I'm hoping to get married soon because it's definitely a, definitely a goal of mine and I'm just waiting to find the right person. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. And I think we need people who are willing to cut to the chase and be more vocal about their intentions and, you know, not not beat around the bush. Yeah, especially when it's like the elephant in the room. Like you guys are both on a date to find someone to marry. So why is it such taboo to even bring up the word marriage at least once on the first date? Like, you know why you're there. And so I remember when Jerry and I were dating, like in the first few weeks, we would have like different conversations where Jerry would say, oh, when you get married, where do you see your yourself living? Or we would kind of toy with the idea, like, if we got married, like, what, how would we do this? And we were only had only been dating for a few weeks. But it's kind of fun to, like, imagine what your future would look like with that person and to have those kind of chill discussions, I guess you could say, laid back conversations where there's no pressure. You're just talking and discussing because you both know why you're there. And that was one thing that was very different with Jerry and I's dating experience was we were very upfront with each other from the beginning that we were both looking for a committed relationship and that we were both looking to do things different and do things right. And so we weren't afraid to have those conversations. We felt that freedom of speech in our dating experience, which is what everybody wants to have. And the way to have that is to be the author of your own love story and not be afraid to be the author and not be afraid to be confident and to be upfront and clear and honest. All right, so that's pretty much going to wrap up our episode for today. A moderately short and sweet one, but really important. I think that the key here for defining your intentions, like Brianna just mentioned, is honesty. Just just be honest, be upfront, you know, be bold with your goals of, of dating, and you know, never be afraid to let the other person know where your stance is at any point in the relationship so that you, know, you can find somebody who's going to help you achieve your goal and if you're listening to this podcast and you're like i don't date to find marriage then i don't even know what you're dating for (laughs) there's plenty of reasons that you can just find somebody to go hang out but if you're going to call something a date i think everyone's intentions of a date should be potentially to find a future spouse yes so thank you miss a for sending this this question in that prompted this topic we appreciate you and we hope this answered your question if you enjoy single to sealed Be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow. If you haven't subscribed, followed, or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content. Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll We'll see see you you next time. time.